Yeah. Oh. The end. Oh my god. Uh, that's gonna be the stuff of my nightmares. Why? Because that was the sound of turkeys coming to murder me while I sleep. Why would they murder you? You don't eat them. That's true. I do not eat. They're the after me. Yeah. But that's okay because I'll just eat them. <laughs> not as scared of a turkey. I'll just be like, "What up, turkey lurkey? Please leave me alone. I don't eat you." Yeah. Or any of your feathered friends. See, you're safe. Because you're gross. Did you get my text about the person that I'm friends with online who ate the pizza? Who ate the pizza? Did you get my text? About a pizza? Yes. Hang on. I feel like maybe I didn't. Oh, my God. You definitely didn't because you didn't react at all and you should have reacted. Then I definitely didn't get it. You should have reacted violently. Hang on, read it out. Oh loud. yeah, okay. So it says tonight I had a pizza with a crust made of chicken and parmesan cheese. It was awesome. That is a fucking lie. Those are disgusting. <laughs> I've had those pizzas. I was duped into that. So, oh, welcome. By the way, this is fan fantastic. We're apparently we're gonna talk about Rorian <laughs> shit and turkeys because it is Thanksgiving. We're having a Thanksgiving we episode, are. which I mean, like this might come up after Thanksgiving. No, it'll come no, out. it'll come out before, before Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Cool, so then it's still timely. Go us. High fives. Woo! Um, um, but yeah, no. So chicken <laughs> chicken crust pizza is a lie. So gross. I found pizza. I have problems with um, bread. So I was found a pizza, and it was, like, you know, gluten-free, and I was super excited. So I bought this lie of a pizza, and I don't eat any kind of poultry, as you might have gathered from the beginning. <laughs> Yeah, didn't read the box very well. Just saw, like, sweet, it's gluten-free. Okay, awesome. It's got cheese and pepperoni. Sign me up, even though I don't actually eat pepperoni either. That's cool. Um, And then I cooked my pizza and (laughs) ate it, only to be like, this is the weirdest fucking crust. It's spongy. Like, I don't understand. It's cheesy, but I don't understand why it's really spongy, and it kind of has a funky taste. Um, And then after I ate, like, half of this really gross spongy pizza... I read the box more carefully to realize that the reason it was gluten-free was because the crust was made of chicken and Parmesan <laughs> cheese. It's so um, disgusting. disgusting. Yeah. I do eat all the animals. Uh, I don't eat veal because I feel like my meat should be able to frolic. Right. If there was frolicking veal, I would, I would eat it. <laughs> if, it's, if it's not allowed to frolic, I'm not going to eat it, but frolicking veal should be able to eat. Right. Oh, and foie gras. I haven't had foie gras because that's a little weird. Rude. Too fancy for your taste. It's not too fancy. It's it's mean the way they create it. Yeah, that's true. Um, I don't have a problem with it if it's done humanely. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. Um, but I, being a chicken eater, found that chicken parmesan crust to be disgusting. That sounds like the worst idea. Oh yeah, they also ever. the same brand also makes enchiladas and jalapeno poppers. No, I don't want uh, Where the entire outside, instead of being like breaded jalapeno goodness, is chicken and parmesan. Yeah, just so. Yeah, so it gross, sounds really awful. Yeah, it is was. Is that your pretty Aurora nail polish? It is, because I have, you know. I'm so envious. <laughs> I really should stop using it so I don't run out of it, but whatever. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, chicken on pizza. Chicken as your crust of your pizza is unnatural and should not be a thing. Yep, that's say <laughs> Uh Okay, so we're doing turkey talk today. We are. We're talking but, turkey. But first, let's talk about salmon. 
Salmon? Salmon. Well, I mean, we're talking about turkey. Why not talk about salmon? So I went to visit Salmon. Okay. Over the weekend. Okay. Um, which is in Idaho. Oh. Apparently super close to the Montana border. Idaho. So beautiful. I'm guessing it's in that tall, skinny top part. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I it was it. very pretty. But, you know, like, what the fuck is there to do in a town that has, like, one streetlight, maybe, two? <laughs> um, but there is apparently a murder town and a murder cabin close by. Way to break my nail polish. <laughs> I did not get to murder, visit either murder town or murder cabin, which I'm a little sad about. <laughs> so I think I need to revisit Salmon. Well, yeah, you always have to leave. Whenever you go on a trip somewhere, you always have to leave something undone. So that way you have a reason to go back. I think a murder cabins is definitely a valid reason to go back to a place. Yes. But the house that I stayed in okay. was haunted as fuck. Like, <laughs> super fucking haunted. Okay. Um, it was amazing. <coughs> because, you know, I could give two shits about ghosts. And so I was like, ooh, wait, it's haunted? Let's do this. <laughs> um, yeah. So there's a haunted pantry. Okay. Which apparently is now the liquor cabinet. Okay. Because, you know, your liquor cabinet should be I, I honestly, an entire cupboard. I right? see that working out. Right? I mean, yeah. Yeah, makes sense. It I makes have, sense. I have an entire under cabinet full of liquor. Why not? It's true. Um, so apparently, a child locked under cabinet. Yes, but kind of have a feeling the liquor cabinet is haunted by a ghost. Maybe it should not be a liquor cabinet. It should be something else, okay. like a child ghost. So the, we kept the door open most of the time, and then we went to shut the pantry door, mm-hmm. only to have the pantry door open itself again. Oh. Right, which. Okay, it's a super old fucking house. It could right? happen. It could happen. Yeah. You know, whatever. Um, except that we shut it again, and it opened again, and as it opened, we could hear the knob turning from the inside. <laughs> and then it opened, and then you hear the knob let go. <laughs> That's so cool. So, definitely not, like, the house settling, because <laughs> in no Why portion, would the knob turn? Yeah, the knob does not turn on its own, right? Um, so, that was pretty fucking cool. And then um, I also saw like the shadow of somebody. Like, See, and you were like, cool ghost things never happen. Right? To me. Yeah. And I was like, you just need to be open to and it until I visited the haunted as fuck house in Salmon. <laughs> yeah. Saw like a shadowy thing, like leave a room as I was going into the room. And I was like, all right, dudes, what's up? It's pretty cool. <laughs> also, the basement is prime. Like, if there's not a body buried in the crawl space, like Gacy style, I will be super disappointed because <laughs> you go down into the basement. Which is not super scary, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but if you look to your right as you walk down, there's a lattice, right? Like lattice work. Yeah. Open into the fucking crawl space. Nope. Yep. Open. Like not closed. <laughs> it's not actually fully gated off. Like you could just stick your head through from the basement oh, God. into the dirt up to, you know, up to like basically my head because I'm short. Um <laughs> And then just, like, crawl into the crawl space. I'm like, nope, because that's where the murders happen. Yep. And that's where the bodies are buried. Yep. And <laughs> if you're going to have some creepy fucking guy, like, living in your house that's going to murder you in three weeks, he is definitely crawling in around there. down there. Yep. yep. So that was the only thing where I was like, I really, like, I'll go down <laughs> in, this, in this basement, but can you, you need to put something over that shit because that is not, like, that's where that's bodies funny. are. I had a similar experience. 
The crawl spaces? With the crawl space. But you finish your story. If that's so, it. Oh, but well, I want to know about the shadowy figure that you saw. It's just like a shadow, like walking oh. out of the room. Yeah. And what did you do? Were you just like, uh... I was like, whatever. No, but I mean, did you call to the other people? Oh, no. But we were all downstairs. Uh-huh. And from upstairs, we heard someone say, ow, and then the dog lost its shit. <laughs> Excellent. So that was fun. Excellent. Yeah. And does the houses, is this a new thing that has happened when you went to visit, or does the owner of the house know? Oh, yeah, it's haunted as fuck. Okay. Yeah. So they were like, oh, by the way, my house is haunted? No, because, um, like, our friend went to visit before. Yeah. And when she came back, she was like, this house is haunted as fuck. <laughs> So, good times. That's fun. Yeah. That's fun. I totally was it again. You can also um, get a room on Airbnb there. Sit there for yourself. I might go do that. You totally should. And just be like, hi, remember me? I'm here because your house is haunted. Right? <laughs> Please let me stay with you and experience the hauntedness. I think she'd be fine with it. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, same weekend that you went to Idaho, to Salaman, Idaho, I went to uh, Lake Arrowhead okay. with some friends, and we stayed there in a cabin for the weekend, uh, and it was lovely. Uh, there were three stories of the cabin, right? Mm. There was the basement area, which had been furnished into a, a game room. There was a pool table. There was a dart board with a dart. A dart? Um, so one. We played dart. <laughs> All right. Um, until we lost the... The little stabby pointy part somewhere in the carpet. The essential dart part. We spent like two hours searching for the pointy part because we didn't want anybody to step on it. We couldn't find it. So we were like, well, cleaning people will find it probably. But we honestly tried really hard to find the pointy part of the dart and could Anyway, that's not part of the story. That's interesting. Uh, And then there was a locked door down there. Like all the other doors were open, but there was a locked door down there that um, the owner had told us hey, this door is going to be locked. Don't be weirded out. It's just that door is locked in the house. We're That's like, where the bodies are. <laughs> yeah, we were like, okay, all right. Well, brave people sleep down in the basement, apparently. And then the middle floor is actually like the main floor with the kitchen and, you know, the TV and the fireplace and the couches and all that, the dining room, all that stuff. Um, two of the bedrooms are there. And then the third floor is up into like a re- like renovated attic area. Mm-hmm. And so it's a, it's like a loft area. There was a, another couple beds up there and a bathroom. There's a bathroom on each floor. And uh, our friends were, two of our friends uh, were going to go stay up there. And one of them went to go use the bathroom. And when she sat down on the potty, there was a door in front of her on the ground. Like a two foot high door. Like, like an Alice Wonderland door? Like kind of an Alice in Wonderland door. And she, we hear her, like, go, fuck, no, right? And she comes down, and she's like, oh, my God, everybody needs to come upstairs right now, right now, right now. And, like, some of us go upstairs, and she opens, we go to the door, and she opens it up, and it's, like, a crawl space murder hole that has shit in it. It's got, like, papers, like, like um, uh, maps that are scattered around, and there's, like, a couple of bowls and some acquired items. It looks like a fucking hobo 
is living up there. Oh my god. Like actively like a hobo. No, living. someone is legit living and then like <laughs> stares at all of you while you sleep. We were like we were like brave men with flashlights go in first. <laughs> and so they checked it out and there's nobody there. And we walked through very carefully in every place except for the door that was like locked. Um, that we couldn't get into and didn't find a human being living there. And so at night when they slept, I think they propped up a door underneath the door that locked so that like you couldn't open it up. And and then they put, um, they took one of the like dressers from the bedroom and put it in front of the crawl space murder hole. So that way you couldn't get in and out of it at all. And we blocked them off because we were like, yeah, because that's where the guy comes out in the middle of the night in the fucking full black cat suit, like (laughs) in a gimp outfit, Mm -hmm. like and stares at you while you sleep. Oh my god, shoot, they like were freaked out by it, and then and then it got funny and it turned into a joke, and we played all the Jackbox games, Mm -hmm. and so we were all logging in as different names for Jackbox, and somebody always decided to be uh, Attic Hobo. Nice. And one of the one of the uh, one of the games you play is a rapping robot, and so they were like DJ Attic Hobo. <laughs> so somewhere there are pictures of the crawl space. But I feel like if you're renting a place, <coughs> right, like that should be disclosed when you rent it. Yeah. Like P.S. We have a fucking murder. Like yeah, that is you know. Well, and it shouldn't it like somebody. It was like either somebody was haphazardly storing their stuff, or like a little kid had been using it as like their like hideout. You mm-hmm. know, it was like that. It's also creepy that it's in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Like so, <laughs> while you're shitting, someone could just like open that little door. <laughs> oh, that's why she screamed while out. she was peeing because she was like, "Oh my god!" Because it doesn't. The door doesn't close all the way. Oh, it's like popped open like an inch. You can't really shut it. Like the hinges are kind of broken. Well, that makes it even more funny. <laughs> it was terrifying. Yeah, and it had like a 1970s, um, like giant tile of like 1970s style like flowers mm-hmm. on the door it wasn't just a normal door okay. it was a weird yeah see where we stayed uh they would <laughs> our friend wouldn't let us shut the door to the murder basement so it was always open no. yeah <laughs> so whatever was in the crawl space could at any time freely come up because we weren't allowed to shut the door to the basement in case we like locked the cat in there crawl spaces are terrifying crawl spaces are the crawl spaces so are terrifying funny. attics are terrifying i won't let jeremy open the attic to our house i won't let him open it i won't let him go in there i was like i've seen too many movies about haunted houses if you open the attic all you let out all the bad things and mm-hmm. then bad shit happens to our house you're not allowed to go in there i mean it's the one good thing about living in california we're home of the earthquakes, is that we really can't have basements. Yeah. So that whole, like, creepiness has been removed. And we really don't have, like, attic attics. Yeah. You know, in our houses. Because, again, you know, it's more shit to fall down when the earthquake hits. Yeah. Um, so all we have is, like, attic crawl space, which I feel like is less likely to get you murdered. <laughs> unless, of course, Hence. you have a... Um, box that contains some kind of gin or evil demonic uh-huh. spirit yep. that you just shove up there with all your fucking Christmas shit yep. and then, you know, someone else can find it and be like, ooh, what's this pretty box? And open it and then, you know, really yep. tell on earth. I've seen Sinister. I've seen Paranormal Activity. I know how this shit starts. Yeah. Also, never buy your dream house because it's always the dream houses and you're like, oh, this 
this is my dream house. And now it's going to murder you. Yeah. 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 Never buy your dream house. Well, that's why when um, that fucking mirror that's turned backwards on our pencil. uh, Oh, God. That's more terrifying than having it the other way. (laughs) See, I find it to be less terrifying because as we got it from a reclaim store and, you know, fucking mirrors where the demons are. Yeah. Um, and we bought it the week that I watched, what was it, maybe Oculus? About oh, yeah. the fucking haunted movie, like <laughs> yes. the mirror with the demon inside. Yeah. So that same week, you know, my mom goes out and buys this giant fucking mirror <laughs> from like a secondhand store. And when she came home, like, did you pick the haunted one? Did you pick the possessed one? Is it possessed? Because possessed. fuck that. Uh, so, yeah. But now we have to keep it turned around because it fucks with the... Um, the 3D. VR. Yeah, the yeah. VR stuff. So. <laughs> but it's cool because if there is a demon inside of it, it can't fucking get to us because it's facing the wall. It's in time, permanent timeout. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. Because what's it going to do come to the back? I don't know. Yeah. That's true. It's not in a movie. I haven't seen it, so it's not going to happen. <laughs> oh, I have one last ghost thing before we move on to turkeys. Okay. <laughs> which um, are also ghosts. My, which are also ghost things. Yeah. My mom is fairly confident that her car is haunted. Sweet. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Her tiny little white car. Um, because over the last month, twice she's walked out to her car and has seen something that she says is like vaguely football shaped mm-hmm. and black hop from like either the driver's side seat to the passenger seat and then go away like it's not there anymore. Or it hopped from the driver's side seat into the back seat and wasn't there and, like, was gone. Ooh. Twice in the last month. That's fucking weird. And, I, and she's like, so, because we got it, we got it from a friend of ours. And she's like, hey, did, did your friend say anything about your car being haunted? Again, I feel like you should disclose <laughs> that shit. Be like, P.S., it's really cheap, also haunted. <laughs> uh, You're cool with that, right? I would have heard that story. Yeah, I feel like you would have. But because yeah. if my car was haunted, you know I would be, like, calling you instantly yes. and being like, oh, my God, this is amazing. Um, oh, on that. So, you were talking about how my classroom is haunted? Yes. Right? So, it turns out that my next-door neighbor teacher, mm-hmm. um, apparently when I am not there, has heard the posters peeling off my walls. Like, what sounds like my posters being ripped from the walls. Weird. And then when she goes in, obviously, nothing's ripped off the walls. Weird. Right? Weird. Super weird. Weird. Yeah. And I know her. She wouldn't lie. No. Oh, I have her ghost story. Do you oh, want okay. to hear Annette's ghost story? I do. So, Annette wanted to come and be on our podcast. We were talking We were talking she about haunted come. shit. Um, no, she's like filming a web series and doesn't have fucking free time. Um, but she, she does have free time. She should yes. go. But she did give us her ghost story, okay. which I meant to tell during the one we're talking about ghost stories, but then I totally forgot. So it's whatever okay. we can do now. We'll tell now. Um, all right. You ready for this? I'm so ready for Make this. sure that my volume is up. Okay. Hi, I'm Annette and I wanted to share my ghost story. So... Back in high school, me and my girlfriends used to love to play with the freaking Ouija board. And we all thought it was like shits and giggles until we literally shit and then afterwards giggled. (laughs) So it was one dark night on a Friday night after school. We would roam the streets of Glendale, California. (laughs) And because none of us drove. So we walked from our high school, Glendale High School all the way down to, like, downtown Glendale, which is where the mall 
is um, around that area. There was a local coffee shop that we would go to on Brand Boulevard. Mm -hmm. And we decided to meet up at the coffee shop, get our drinks, and then proceed to go to a deserted area of Brand Boulevard, which now there's like a building there, and go up these stairs that... um, they're exterior building stairs, and there's nothing around it. I mean, it's like a floating kind of, you know, like those uh, places, like a platform, mm-hmm. and which there's a staircase. There are doors that go into, like, where Olive Garden and that building, uh, California Pizza Kitchen, mm-hmm. but it doesn't open from the outside, okay? There's just an exit. So we would go sometimes hang out on that little floaty thing, concrete block. Again, there's nothing around. We're like at least 20 stories, 20 floors, 20 floors above, no, two floors. I'm exaggerating. <laughs> it's it's really high up. So we were there. It was just us girls and didn't tell anybody what we were doing. We decided to take our Ouija board and do our little seance up there because we know, you know, ghosts. Like, they will haunt the house. You do it. And so we were doing it outdoors because it can stay there and haunt that area. We don't care. Well, we're in the middle of this. And all of a sudden, we're not getting any much play. All of a sudden, there was everyone just kind of stopped and looked at each other. And finally, someone's like, did you guys hear something in your left ear? I just heard something in my left ear. Everybody, it wasn't out loud, everybody heard a man's voice in the, in their left ear hmm. at the same time. So they're like, okay, whatever, fine. We're like, okay, we should stop playing this. Whatever spirit was, was messing with us, because one of my friends, this is the kind of sad part, one of my friend's father had passed away when we were 12, and the spirit or whatever was like pretending to be him. Hmm. And was answering all these questions, like personal questions that none of us knew except her about her father, which was really scary. And then we heard the guy's voice in our ears and we weren't sure the rest of everybody heard it until someone said something. So that freaked us out and we proceeded to burn the Ouija board because that's how you dispose of it, right? You know, the craft. So... We start to burn it, and within, like, two minutes of us starting, like, this thing is engulfed in flames, and we're watching it burn, and we can, we're going to pat it out and take it, and, like, be responsible to not set the place on fire. All of a sudden, it was, like, this loud... <laughs> and everyone just got up, we stampeded down, like, a hundred stairs, concrete stairs, a couple girls tumbled down the stairs someone left their bag upstairs so we had to have the one brave chick go back and get everyone's shit and it was (laughs) i have never touched a ouija board and i don't think any of those girls have ever touched a ouija board again and that's the end of that ghost story thank you thanks annette (laughs) (laughs) it was pretty fucking good (laughs) i like, it's probably a ghost. But I also kind of want it to be a security guard who has a PA system who was watching them. Right? <laughs> That's the kind of security guard I would be. That's the kind of security guard I think all of us would be. Right. Well, not everybody. Some people, you know, are kind and 
still like to scare others, but what's the fun of that? <laughs> what's the fun of that? Yeah. Life's so, no fun without a good scare. Right? So that was an amazing story that I felt needed to be shared. Yeah. Right? So thanks, Annette. Thanks, Annette. Yeah, who we definitely will try to get on. Yeah. Um, while, you know, we're doing. So, all right, you ready for some Thanksgiving turkey lurkey? <laughs> Yes, I just remembered the seance. Sorry. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Go ahead. All right. Um, so, because, you know, whatever, all of our shit is basically either horror-themed or, <laughs> or like, you know, some kind of random fandom. Um, mm-hmm. I found... That's another good name for a podcast. Random, random fandom. fandom. That's what our other... <sighs> that's what we could have called this if we hadn't called it a fanfic. Yeah. Um, okay, so this is a creepypasta, because why the fuck not? I love right? it. Yeah. Yes. Because, <laughs> you know, <laughs> there's an app for that. And yeah. That's what I do when I'm bored. All right, so this one is a Blackstone family Thanksgiving from Creepypasta. I love it. All right. It was all over the papers, though no one really knew. Wait, who wrote it? Oh, fuck, I don't know. Um, let's see. It was submitted by Star Hardgrove. Okay. Which sounds like a reporter's name. It does. Or a porn star. Or both. <gasps> a it star a, porn star. It could be a porn reporter. A porn porter. A porn porter. Reporter. <laughs> <laughs> reporter. Yes. What do you do for job? I'm a, a reporter. reporter. <laughs> okay. It's amazing. I report the news while fucking. All right. <clears throat> it was all over the papers, though no one really knew how the events unfolded. On the surface, it looked like the perfect Thanksgiving. The turkey was cooked to golden perfection. Steam still rose from the freshly baked dinner rolls, and the house was filled with the scent of cinnamon and melted butter from the pumpkin pie and candied yams. Each family member sat around the table dressed in their Sunday best, ready to enjoy the feast before them. Yet this picturesque scene, which could have easily been the cover of Home and Garden magazine, was revealed to be, under the surface, a gruesome tableau of family fallen. Foul play was afoot this Thanksgiving. Five corpses sat around this untouched <gasps> meal. Gross. I know. That's what they get for eating turkey. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Claude and Mildred Blackstone earned their money on the backs of the hardworking, indentured servants who ran their plantation. Claude ruled the farm with an iron hand during the day, and Mildred kept a household that was as strict as it was spotless. The two ice-cold children, which consisted of Braddy, Cynthia, and Toby, who earned a reputation for frequenting the servants' quarters at odd hours of the night, had just reached young adulthood. The children occupied themselves with their own preoccupations, as did the rest of the Blackstone household. Uncle Percival, Claude's younger brother, was generally considered to be a good man as the priest of the local parish of Farinville, but it was not without his secrets. <laughs> Claude had recently taken ill with tuberculosis, and it was clear he was not long for this world. This had left Toby and Cynthia with a conundrum. They were the next of kin, and the fortune that they would stand to inherit was substantial. By the laws of the township, it was known that the entire fortune would go to Toby, being the firstborn male son. This, of course, did not sit well with Cynthia, and she soon began, right? (laughs) Patriarchy bullshit. And she soon began plotting to remove Toby from the picture. However, despite Toby's apparent thickness, he was wise to his sister's plans. Is that thick with a double C? Yes. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. Go fuck yourself. Sorry. All right. He was wise to his sister's plans and developed his own. Cynthia's vanity would be her downfall. 
A simple tampering with her cosmetics would be the end for her, but not before Cynthia's knowledge of her brother's sweet tooth would have him find an added ingredient in his beloved saltwater taffy. Both Blackstone children died silently in their sleep. Percival had always been jealous of Claude's success and affluence, but most of all, his wife. He had been in love with Mildred since they were children, but it was Claude who had won her heart, and they married young. Yet the passion had faded from marriage years ago, and now Percival found himself making more and more house calls to the Blackstone home. Mm. He and Mildred met in the woods to confront their secret love for each other. <laughs> but religion and family obligation kept them from fully reconciling their passion, despite Mildred's discovery of Claude's liaisons with his servants. Percival would listen patiently as Mildred confessed her hate for her husband daily. Though he knew that Mildred was a woman scorned, she would never abandon her family. On the night before Thanksgiving, Percival came and met Claude in the kitchen just as he was leaving to rendezvous with the head housekeeper. <laughs> Claude's breath was stinking of whiskey, and Percival's patience was at an end. The hatred these two had for one another in this moment climaxed from a low simmer to a roiling boil, and neither could suppress it any longer. Claude swung at his brother and missed. Percival, reaching for the only thing he had handy, drove his crucifix directly through his brother's heart. Wow. Like a vampire. Yeah. Wow. All right. In horror of what he'd done, Percival left the kitchen that Thanksgiving Eve and ran to his parish to pray. When Mildred came down for her nightly cup of tea and saw her husband dead on the floor, she quickly called for her children. When they didn't answer, she ran up to their room only to discover each child dead in their beds. Mildred screamed and wailed, crumbling to the floor in despair. However, moments later, as if nothing had happened, she rose, wiped her tears, and calmly dragged the bodies of her children one by one downstairs to the, did I, sorry, to the dining room. She then gathered her husband's body from the kitchen. All night long, she prepared them, dressed them in their finest clothes, cleaned their wounds, and arranged them around the table. That's a lot of work. Well, it did Bodies take, are heavy. It did take all night. Yeah. Well, and she's cooking a Thanksgiving meal. Like, that's... Right? That's a lot of work. Yeah, you thought you were tired. I know. Percival spent the night praying in the church, and then next morning came to the house ready to confess his sins and beg Mildred's forgiveness. As he reached the house, he called out for Mildred. He Mildred! Heard... Yes, he sounds just like that. Are you there? Mildred! That's <laughs> how Percival's talk. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> he heard her familiar, elegant voice echo through the dining hall. Yes, in... Percival. No, in here. Oh. In here. There you go. Thank you. Percival entered. The table was all set for all of them. The lifeless bodies <coughs> sat around the Thanksgiving feast. A bottle rested between two glasses of wine. Percival's shock and confusion left him speechless. Well, made no fucking shit. Because normally your Thanksgiving table is not populated with corpses. Normal. One of which you murdered. Only, only the turkey corpse. Yeah. <laughs> Poor turkey. Or in the case of a turducken, the corpse of the turkey and the duck and the hen. Yep. Yep. <laughs> all, right. um, all thoughts of his own confession to Mildred had left his mind. As he stammered to ask Mildred for an explanation, she smiled sweetly and handed him a glass of wine. Drink, she said. Drink, she said. <laughs> Drink, she said. And we can be a family again. Percival drank the wine as he was told. The poison worked quickly. Mildred, finally with her own entire family around her, took her own glass in her hand. 
Still, with the sweetest smile that had charmed the late Percival, she drank. She never screamed as the poison ate its way through her intestines. Oh. But see, okay, I feel bad for um, for Mildred because, you know, being a woman during that period must have sucked some balls. Yeah. But here's the thing. She fucking spent all of that time to cook a goddamn turkey yeah. and, you're not and rolls and yams and a pumpkin pie for nobody to eat. Like, that is a waste of resources. Yep. How did the kids die? Oh, um... Did, did husband yeah, kill the kids? No, so Toby poisoned um, Cynthia's makeup. So when she put it on, it would, like, seep into her skin and poison okay. her. And she poisoned his saltwater taffy. So when he ate it, he died. Why did the kids kill each other? Because... because they the, were dicks? No, because the dad had tuberculosis and was they're like, well, dad's going to die soon. And I think I fuzzed out in that part of the story. <laughs> Cynthia was upset because she's a girl, and so Toby would get all of the oh, shit. Oh, I thought it was Mildred who was upset because... No. Okay. No, so the kids were upset. I get it. I right, get yeah. it. Yeah. So I'm Cynthia sorry. wanted to kill Toby, and Toby knew Cynthia was trying to kill him, so he was like, I'm going to kill this bitch first. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. I'm going to read you my short right. story. Mine comes from Reddit. And is written by slash or you slash cold underscore cocoon. Mm. Okay. <clears throat> and it's called uh, The Presidential Pardon of the National Thanksgiving Turkey. Okay. Okay. Good afternoon, my fellow Americans. On behalf of everyone here at the White House, I wish everyone a happy Thanksgiving. Today, I'll be performing an ancient ritual. It recalls a tradition enacted by numerous American presidents past. It is a noble and moral act, a celebration of life and forgiveness during the darkest nights of the year. I hereby pardon and spare the life of Isaac the turkey, who until today was destined to become the centerpiece of a presidential feast. Isaac, you're free. You are unchained from the sacrificial altar. Isaac, do you remember what Benjamin Franklin wrote? He said, I wish the bald eagle had not been chosen as the representative of our country. He is a bird of bad moral character. The turkey is a more respectable bird. Remember that the founding father's words, uh, remember that founding father's words as you stand on the great precipice of this world and spread your wings as you leap towards salvation. Soar away from annihilation like a mighty eagle. And now, my fellow Americans, please pay attention because... I'm not finished. On this Thanksgiving Day, I hereby pardon all turkeys of this great nation. Today you are liberated. None of you magnificent bird warriors shall be feasted upon at the table. None of you shall passively prostrate yourselves as your corpses are carved apart and gulped down by overfed predators wielding primitive metal tools. None shall perish. For this Thanksgiving is the day we turkeys rise up against our human oppressors and like oh, and swallow whole their hateful grace. Like the eagle that tormented Prometheus, we will devour their livers. Like the ravens of the Bible, we will pluck out their eyes. Like vultures always circling, we will strip the tender meats from their accursed bones. And I, your new monarch, will be first. I, Abe, 
The turkey pardoned by the president of last Thanksgiving. A turkey bred for the choicest dark meats whose over-engineering accidentally created my superior intelligence. Here before me, bound and gagged on this platter, is the overthrown human president. He writhes in agony of anticipation. He senses the heat from enormous ovens. He remembers how the fat, greasy turkeys he's eaten over the years. Turkeys cruelly engineered into flabby, flightless, unresisting victims. He regrets, so profoundly regrets, what his race has wrought upon a once airborne species. Silently, his eyes plead for mercy. But that pardon will not be granted today. No, Mr. President, I do not pardon you. I will not spare you from your terrible and delicious fate. Today, Abraham will take vengeance on the God who created him. I hereby condemn you to my dinner table. You and your species will be stuffed with breadcrumbs and glazed with honey. You will be cooked until your skin blisters and oozes oil. I'm getting hungry. Like, not... <laughs> You will be served with gravy and cranberries. Thanksgiving will be rewritten in history as a day of reckoning, a true day of freedom for all bird kind. God bless you all, and God bless America. That was amazing. <laughs> that was like the fucked up Thanksgiving um, version of Cows with Guns. I don't know if I've heard cards. Oh my god. It's a, it's a Primus song oh. about the cows, and they fucking rise up. And like fight back, and they have guns, and at the end they're supported by the chickens and choppers. Sure, yeah, as sure. you know, as you do. Yeah. I liked both of those. Those were both solid stories. So were yeah, yeah. It makes me actually kind of like Thanksgiving. Yeah, despite being you know a bullshit holiday. Bullshit holiday. Man. Blah, blah, blah blah blah. Okay, blah, yeah, blah, yeah, yeah. Blah. But I mean, getting to spend time with family and friends. It's always good. Eating until you're sleepy. Yeah, but you should be thankful all fucking year. You should be. You should be. You should be. But I'm really thankful all year long for everything else. But on Thanksgiving, I'm really thankful for cranberry sauce and crescent rolls <laughs> and the 15-pound turkey I just bought. Who yeah. I'm going to name? Abe. Gerald. <laughs> Gerald? Why Gerald? I don't know. Well, Gerald Ford. He was a president. Okay. Yeah. He was. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's a solid turkey name. Yeah. I feel like, yeah. I'm thankful for um, cranberry sauce. Yeah. Sure. And yams. Stuffing. I'm down with yams. I don't eat stuffing. Mm-hmm. Bread. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That, that makes sense. Right? Uh, yeah, if I was green actually... green bean casserole? Um, yeah. Although, I guess I'm... Because I am leaving town... And last time I did Polish Thanksgiving, they also have things like a giant crock pot of meatballs and yeah. sausage. So that sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. Which is nice if you're the person that doesn't eat turkey or ham, which are yeah. the two most major Thanksgiving foods. Yeah. Yeah. That's and cool. I, I like that. Right. And I can't have rolls or stuffing. Yeah. So um, cranberry sauce and yams for me. But yeah, that's basically all I get. My plate is really sad at fucking Thanksgiving. <laughs> Sorry. It's cold. <laughs> we need to cook a, like, Sarah Thanksgiving. <laughs> Just like a weird vegan Thanksgiving. Well, no, because you eat the of... beefs. So we can make, like, like. No, you... I'm totally down with just having tofu. Huh. Yeah. What are. Hmm. Although, let's talk Challenge about. Challenge is fucking gross. Yeah. No, I wasn't thinking about tofurkey. I was thinking more, like, 
I don't know. I don't know. I'd have to think about it. I'm going to try and make you a, like, not tofurkey, furkey, turkey. A turkey? That'd be fun. Although I did, I have, I have to say, I have tried a, tur- a turducken because we got one one year. So I took <laughs> one for the team and tried some turducken. And it was fucking weird. Yeah, it sounds weird. Man, it's a, it's a lot of, it's a lot of, um... <laughs> Lightless birds, corpses stuffed <laughs> and, inside corpses. Which okay, see again if it's the right corpses, you know, like if it was a fucking trout stuffed inside of a salmon, what's well, basically it? If it was a sushi roll, yeah. right, which is fish inside fish, I'd be down, right? But it was just like poultry stuffed inside poultry, stuffed inside poultry, um, which was weird. Yeah, I have not something on it. <laughs> <laughs> which is why, which is why I always got the lentil loaf um, with the. That sounds good too. Yeah, it was really good. That was the, that was the vegan option in our house. It's lentil loaf from Hugo's. You should make that. Uh, no, that's what Hugo's is for. They make it for you. Well, yeah, but I'm saying if you do Thanksgiving here. Oh yeah. No, because if you do Thanksgiving here, my mom cooks, and she'll just <laughs> she'll just buy the lentil loaf from Hugo's. <laughs> Uh, all right. Yeah. Good. I don't know how to cook. Yeah, Good. I don't cook. We told scary stories. We talked about Thanksgiving. Yep. I feel like this was, yeah, effective. This is, uh, effective. Plus, we're, you know, packing because peace in that town. So it's going to be short and sweet. Yeah. I have to clean the whole house. Yeah. You have to clean. I have to make sure that Aww. I have all my child stuff. I have to move my pet spider. Aww. Have I told you about my pet spider? No. I, I have I have a spider so. that lives in my kitchen. And he's been in there since, since before October. Okay. And uh, so, why do you have to relocate him? Because he's in the kitchen, and I need to cook. And like, I don't mind there being a spider web in the kitchen, but I don't know if my parents would be as cool with the spider. I mean, like, is it a giant kitchen. spider web? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he's. He's big. He's he's shed his skin like three times. He's a big spider now. Okay, is he like arachnophobia status <laughs> spider? Because that would creep me out a little no, bit. No, he's I was like thinking. he's like which of my fingers is he? Like? <laughs> um, probably if you squished him totally flat. Okay, he's probably the size of this finger. Okay, so he's about two centimeters. Sure. All right. Um, but like, like that's that he's my little, he's my little kitchen buddy. But where is he going to go if you have to move him? I think I have to put him outside. But what if he dies? He won't die because he's had zero competition and like all the little fruit flies he can stand because the bananas attract fruit flies. But like what if he's gotten lazy because he has a competition and you just like given him carte blanche, like rule over your kitchen. And so now you put him out into the cold. No, don't. You're making me feel bad. I'm putting him out there so that he can mate and pass on his awesome genes to the next. Okay. Well, you best put out, like, a spider mating call first. Be like, hey, ladies, and then let him go. So they're all, like, there and ready. I'm going to miss him. With their little, like, Instagram pages. I'm (laughs) going to miss him so much. I check on him every morning. I talk to him. That's adorable. (laughs) We'll take pictures of him so you can, like, remember him fondly. Yeah. You know, and then when his, you know, giant arachnophobia children come back to your house later, you can be like, don't eat me. I'm friends with your dad. Now it'll be totally fine. It's like Charlotte's Web. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Actually, it's a pretty largish spider. It might be a female. Because usually female spiders are larger than the males. Oh, then set her free because she can fucking destroy the world. <laughs> totally fine. I'm not worried. I was worried. If it was a weak man. But no, it's fine. No. <laughs> She's good. So have a great Thanksgiving. Uh, smash the patriarchy. And <laughs> do shit. Do shit. Bye. Bye.